Did I do that? Okay. You remember Steve Urkel? <laughs> yeah, I do. And all the mistakes. And now it's happening in real life without the glasses. And it really looks different for everybody. Um, For one pilot, he had his cup of coffee there, you know, in the plane, hanging out, doing his thing, and accidentally spilled the coffee, destroyed the entire cockpit pit dashboard, oh. which is obviously a really big deal because you're flying the thing. Well, you kind of, yeah, that's you the onboard that. computer, all that. And, and I feel bad for this guy because that's a super expensive and embarrassing, like, hi, everyone, we have to unload the airplane and, and all that stuff. I feel about the same level of embarrassment when I have to go to our engineer here. <laughs> so I was drinking some coffee and he's yeah. like, what did you do? Three times. Three keyboards? Not not only here, but in my life, I have destroyed three keyboards by spilling a coffee. Sometimes I've dropped it, you know, and it shoots way up because of like the the centrifugal force and all this in the liquid uh-huh. and yeah, yes. all of that stuff. But I have I have claimed the lives of three keyboards because of coffee spillages in my life. Have you tried to siphon it out with like oh, a straw? To- every time I do, I tip it upside down. I'm shaking <laughs> it, hair dryer, something, anything, so I don't have to have that conversation. Oh. The Mary and Josh Daily Podcast is brought to you by United Faith Mortgage, a faith and family-owned partner with a direct lender advantage. Go to unitedfaithmortgage.com. Mary. Josh. Daily. Mary. Josh. Daily. Embarrassing moments. You try to either do one of two things. You either hide it or you embrace it. (laughs) Here is Ramona. Our uh, neighborhood has a um, garage sale every year, and I go to one of my neighbors, and she's sitting outside on the driveway. So I, you know, say hey to her and go on past, look in the driveway, and I see a tall blonde in the back of the uh, garage, who I don't know, and I said, hi, how are you? She didn't say anything, and I thought, okay, whatever. So I walked back out, and I talked to my neighbor, and I said, um, who's in the garage? She's like, nobody. And I said, well, I just said hi to somebody, and they didn't say anything. And she came in, and she looked, she goes, Ramona, that's a cardboard statuette of Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes all you can say is, oops, and yeah. that's where you have to leave it. I was at a hair salon not too long ago, and we were doing a little event to bring women in. You get your hair done. You feel good. You get pampered. And with that, we have food to feed them. I was part of the cleanup crew. Okay. There I am. I'm in the kitchen, just washing, cleaning, and putting stuff away. And then comes the big bowl of salsa that's left over. Oh, no. I, being smart, duh, Pour it down the garbage disposal. I flip that puppy on and <laughs> <laughs> it sounded so bad. I'm like, don't even want to look under the cabinet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I open it. There's chunks of tomatoes. No, no, there's no, cilantro. No. There's oh! onion everywhere. <laughs> the pipes came unconnected. Oh, it was my every word. time I turn it on, it was just flinging it like a oh. fan was in there, just shooting it <laughs> everywhere. You tried the garbage disposal with a salad shooter. And then the odor walked in. No, no. And all I could say was, I tried and I'm sorry. <laughs> Brides get such a bad rap. They're automatically labeled as a diva and everything is about them. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but the stereotypes. This, yeah, but this story is a breath of fresh air as one bride 
after her wedding on her way home to celebrate with her new husband and comes upon a scene of a car accident and being a nurse she didn't even think twice she said pull the car over i want to get out and comfort these these uh people here who have been in a car crash yeah and i want to just play the role that in my heart is who i am i'm like girl wow you are the best well two two things come to mind one nurses are always on the clock and we are so thankful for them men (laughs) women alike so that's incredible but also this may spark a thought in your mind too of the hero that has swooped in for you or somebody that you have seen doing incredible things during all of the stuff that our world has been dealing with now's the time to shout them out you can share make everybody feel better with your good story one of those situations where it is a train wreck and you want to look away but you just can't in a news broadcast a video was shown of two women grabbing a package off of someone's porch stealing it and off they go into the sunset it turns out that package was a gift specifically for a child struggling with a brain tumor and it was something he was really looking forward to and so the family came forward and said this is who you stole from we just want you to know you took from this young man who was waiting on that package to give him some hope and some joy in the midst of struggling with this. And the change that has come about has been really spectacular. The women came forward. They returned the package and they said, we can't believe what lowlifes, and that's their words, lowlifes we looked like. What We we didn't try to steal from from him, but we know we stole. And we're going to get sober. And we're going to change our lives. And we're going to be better because of this. Uh, so there's a good chance you haven't experienced something like that in your life, wow. but you kind of pluck out the lesson and you apply it to your own life and look at those situations where you needed a slap in the face. That reality check that wakes you up and says, hi, mm-hmm. you need to go down a different path. Well, and the other thing too is like, you can see that. And I think a lot of times we do get it, but we ignore it. We push it to the side. That's not who I really am. You embrace it. And then you ask God for help and change. And that's what he's in the business of doing. Cute kid stories. Here is Melissa. When my son was two, he's almost 18 now. I put both my kids to bed for a nap. And then I was downstairs watching NASCAR. Well, I fell asleep. When I woke up, I woke up to baby powder everywhere. No. (laughs) So what did you do? I never took a nap again. (laughs) You know the feeling. Must keep eyes open. (laughs) It's really hard to do, especially for one little guy. Uh, His family was videoing him. They came into his room. There are other people around. He's holding a cheeseburger in the middle of his lunch. He had passed out on the bed. He was so tired, just a little guy. And so they hollered his name and he jerked and woke up and then the cheeseburger went rolling away. I felt so bad for the poor kid. I remember when my little sister was about a year old and she's eating her lunch. I'm feeding her. I told my mom and stepdad, go out to lunch. I'll take care of her. I'm singing to her while she's eating. Yeah, I just lulled her to sleep, just mid-sweet potato mushy bite. (laughs) She was out. What song were you singing? Um, probably Go to Sleep, Go to Sleep, (laughs) Go to Sleep by Little Sarah. (laughs) This is why you always ask 
first. Especially when it comes to making reservations. Here's Ken. Back when I was in the Navy, I was uh, stationed in North Carolina, and I had a girlfriend. I ended up, uh, you know, in my dress uh, white from the Navy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Went and picked her up. Started down the road and everything, and I said, uh, you know where we're going? She said, no. I said, we're going to Kahiki. And she said, "Ah, I'm not sure I want to go there. And I said, okay, this is your night. Where would you like to go? Dressed formally, do you know where we ended up at? McDonald's? McDonald's. McDonald's house. Mary, you had mentioned just a moment ago, scenarios where we need to say yes. If somebody's trying to bless us, accept it. It's okay. Absolutely. I counter with there are times when you need to say no, and it's when you're doing the blessing. Oh. Okay, when you're giving, sometimes you need to, you just need to say no. Here's what I mean. When my wife and I first got married, we started doing our taxes together, obviously, and a good family friend who, like, we grew up with their kids, and he was like a second dad. He was an accountant. So he did our taxes. All he charged us was dinner out with he and his wife. Aww. So like, we're all grown-ups together. I decided to bring my parents along just because it's a little weird. Just going out with him and his wife. And like, y'all are... Anyway, <laughs> so we're paying for it at the end. And he keeps bugging me about the tip. And he's a jokester. I can never tell when he's serious. He's right. like, you want us to take care of the tip? And it's like, no. You know, want us to take care of the tip? And he just keeps saying it. So eventually, if I thought it was awkward before... When I said, okay, yeah, that'd be fine. Everyone looked right at me. And I'm like, why? Well, because we're taking them out. I know he kept off. But if he wouldn't let up. I know, but he's a jokester. I knew that I was in trouble when the accountant asked me after I said yes. He's like, so what is it, 15%? Like, he was (gasps) not prepared for me to say yes. The levels of pressure to just survive as an adult. It never ends. It's huge. It's so mm-hmm. hard, especially as a parent. And I'm going to take it the next step. Okay. Especially as a woman, as a mom, the pressures are just screaming at you all day long. And uh, Karen wanted to uh, to jump in on this. Yeah, I have been single um, pretty much all my life. And I just recently got married about three years ago. And I've had no children of my own. And my husband has four. I instantly became a mom overnight. <laughs> so I went from, you know, getting up in the morning, just basically feeding my little kitty cats and then getting myself ready and heading off to work, mm-hmm. you know, then making sure that everybody's homework is together, making sure that everybody's got their lunches packed, making sure that everybody's got matching socks, you know. <laughs> it's very bittersweet because I think as women, we love taking care of people and doing it all and, and we enjoy that, but it can be really hard at the same time, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. Oh, it can. I mean, I know I work 12-hour days sometimes, and, you know, I come home, and I get in my sweats now, my ponytail, you know, <laughs> and, I'm, <laughs> and I'm making dinner, you know, now for five people, you yep. know, compared to what, you know, my little one stop by Popeye's and grab a Coke and take it and go on in. And I'm blessed, you know, I am blessed to be able to have that. Two sisters who gave birth, and that happens a lot. Yeah. They gave birth on the same day little more unique same day at the same hospital same time on dad's birthday (laughs) are you kidding me absolutely incredible and i don't have a story that amazing but i was born the day before my mom's birthday wow and i was born on father's day Okay. So my mom's in the hospital for her birthday. My dad's in the hospital for Father's Day to receive this 
chunky little bundle of joy. I mean, I don't think the gifts get any better. You're, you're quite a gift to mom and dad on that day. I would like to think that, but sometimes <laughs> I look at them and I still wonder. They were part of bringing you into the world. And they forgot when you were born. <laughs> so hanging out with my mother-in-law the other day, we're celebrating her birthday and going through you know, who she'd received texts from and birthday calls, wishing her a happy birthday. And her mom, of all people, forgot to call, forgot to send a oh, text message, no. a card, anything. Oh. She wasn't upset. We were just having fun with but it. Still, wait. It gets better. Oh, you're kidding. As we're sitting there, just wrapped up dinner, she gets a phone call. It's her mom. Oh, yay. She came through. Yeah, all right. No. <laughs> she hangs up the phone with her and we're all saying, oh, so your mom wished you a happy birthday. And she said, no. She was talking to me about something totally different. You have we got to be joking. We hung up and it was just business as usual. Oh, my word. She still <laughs> didn't remember. So I asked my mother-in-law, are you going to bring it up or when are you going to bring it up? And she's just, uh, you know, I'm probably just going to let it go. I'm thinking, oh, no, this is something you can remind her of every single year <laughs> if i told you i could tell the future i would expect you to turn off the radio and you'd be right so here's the thing in the home buying space you've heard rates are low for a long time and things have been really crazy of course the last many months and this is where the lack of fortune telling comes in nobody knows what the future will hold will the rates stay low will they go back up this is the time to strike for purchasing your new home or for refinancing your current home and i've got just the company to do it my name is josh i want to introduce you to united faith mortgage they've been fantastic to work with and i know because my wife and i bought our home with them a couple of years ago and we refinanced with them last year saved us a couple hundred bucks every month. I mean, what could your family do with that kind of savings? Maybe Christmas is a little brighter, or maybe the breathing room you have in your budget is exactly what you need. United Faith Mortgage partners with the river because their core is the same as ours, faith and family, and they want to show you what that means when it comes to your mortgage. Go to unitedfaithmortgage.com. United Mortgage Corp, Melbourne, New York, Animalist number 1330. The Mary and Josh Daily Podcast is presented by United Faith Mortgage, produced by Josh Hooper. For more, go to riverradio.com or on Facebook, search 1049 The River or search Mornings with Mary and Josh.